Thumbs up, let's do this. Starting from zero. What does it actually take to start from zero and what does it not? What's a waste of time? What works? What doesn't? So many people are lost and confused and even disoriented about what it takes to get started online. And the truth is, it's very simple. Also, success rests in the dirty details. There's so many tiny things people get hung up on when they're starting something online. These tiny details are addressed in this podcast where you watch me mentor people over their shoulder directly based on their personal situation. So listen closely, listen to the whole episode, take in all the patterns, listen for the slow parts, listen for the fast parts, take in everything so you actually see what's required because there's things right now that you're currently missing, things that rest within the little parts of these episodes. Enjoy. So today I'm talking to Tracy. Tell me, where are you at in the world? I'm in Idaho. Yeah. So tell me what your big dream is, your dream outcome. My big dream is every day I want to change the world. I want to get my book wrote and I have a course to go along with a book to teach people how to get their healing from God. Okay. Can you tell me more about that? Well, 14 years ago, I was beat up, broken and from my childhood of sexual and mental abuse. And I was on nine different medications and I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't find anywhere to get help or how to get healed. And so one day God put somebody in my life and they told me that it was about forgiveness because, right, I had all the ugly and nasty stuff in my head. I call it the why lie, right? Why did it happen? Why did it happen? Why is this still going on? Why am I not healed? And he said, well, your issues, fear and unforgiveness. And I'm like, what? So then a week later or so, I'm walking into my first forgiveness counseling appointment and God spoke to me. I didn't hear it audible, just heard it in my heart and in my body. And he said, Tracy, from now on, you need to believe every word in the Bible is true. Jesus has and is healing you right now, this very moment. And you don't care what anyone thinks or says about it. And I said, okay. So I just started forgiving every thought that came to my head. I started asking forgiveness for all the things that I'd done. And there's a prayer, a little prayer you say. And the big difference was I learned how to use my discernment. So say you have an issue, someone has bothered you at work or something, right? So then every time you see that person in your head, you're like, oh God, I got to go to work tomorrow. I see that person or there they are again, right? So it just gets you going in your head. Your mind takes over your world. You know, you can't shut it off. I call it the spin zone. So it doesn't happen overnight. You need to know, right? You believe every word in the Bible is true, who you are, who you belong to. And Jesus came to set you free. You're already healed. So you believe it, you speak it, you read it, you write it, and you use your discernment. So when you forgive somebody, say, okay, Bob at work's driving you crazy. Okay, in Jesus' name, I forgive Bob at work. Keeps coming over and making fun of me every day. And in Jesus' name, I cancel any authority over me in this issue. And I command Satan to go. Holy Spirit, heal my heart, renew my mind, and tell me your truth. So I would usually just hear, is done, and I would feel like a release, you know, like when you're blowing out that breath to relax. Some people hear scripture, some people hear things. So the next point after doing that, right, because the church and everyone says forgive, but you forgive, but then it's all still there, right? So 
the power play is using your discernment. So the next time you have that thought or you're at work with Bob that makes you crazy and you start thinking bad thoughts, you have to take control and recognize you're having this thought and stop it. So a good easy way when your mind goes there and you pet yourself is to think of three things that are good about him. So it kind of switches your mind into thinking differently. And then that allows Holy Spirit to jump in and renew our minds. God created us to renew our minds on our own. We just have to know how. So it's just like anything else, right? It's just, it's a habit you create. You don't know how to do it at first, just like tying your shoe or whatever it is, right? You had to practice a sport you wanted to learn. You had to practice, didn't just come naturally overnight. So most often people are to the point where they can't take it anymore and don't live before they actually just do what God says. God says, forgive and you'll be forgiven. And it's not rocket science. That stinking thief in the world, the negative, you know, you you gotta put good stuff in your head. Can't sit and watch crap on TV or watch thrillers and read scary books and expect to not have it go in your mind. Whatever we put in there is, we are what we say, we are what we think. So I think I have what I need. This is where I'm at with this. I asked what your big dream was, and it was to change lives every day and to finish a book and release a course. But ultimately, it sounds like you're wanting to sell Christianity. Is that right? Well, I never thought about it that way before. But I guess, yeah, I guess that's what I'm doing, right? And selling, that's one of my things. I was a hairdresser for 34 years, and it didn't ever occur to me to be upset about or intimidated by asking $200 for a two and a half hour service. But it's different here. So the thing with this is I don't know, I experienced quite a bit of difficulty trying to imagine how to try and make money and build a business around selling a religion, selling Christianity. Well, I'm selling the steps on how to get your healing step by step what I did. So people have just watched my videos. I used to do a video every day before I started taking care of my mom. I have like over 200 videos. And people have got their healing just from watching my videos on my Facebook. Tell me about some of those results. Well, one of the gals, she had migraines for 15 years. I never even spoke to her, just maybe posting on Facebook. She started watching my videos. And after just a week or two, her migraines went away and she's never had another one again. Perfect. Do you have any others? Yeah, I have a gal that I worked with and she was in an abusive marriage and had all this worthlessness about herself, told she was a moron. And she found me on Facebook and I taught her how to forgive. And I walked her through how to forgive and how to change her mindset about who she is and believe who she is. And her total life changed, you know, in like six weeks. That's awesome. Anyone else? Yep. Another gal, she had terrible food allergies where she couldn't, she could eat like one thing. She had a terrible accident. A year or so before I started speaking with her and she was scared to death to drive. And now she's helping people at her church and where she lives and her children were very anxious. And what was her result again? She drives now. She drives without... Crippled with anxiety. Yes. Okay. And she couldn't eat. She'd go to allergies and she would have reactions, her stomach, you know. Okay. How many more of these do you have I have more than 10. I probably have more than 20 people that have wrote on my Facebook that I was awesome and helped them change their lives. Okay, this is starting to make a little more sense. So I'll explain a meta framework and then we'll plug in what you're doing to that. And I'll show you how to approach this. Can you tell me, do you have a working title for your book? 
I think it's how to get your healing from God. Okay. So the meta framework for business is that for the beginners in business, we tend to think about what our idea is going to be. Beginners think about their idea. As you become more experienced, you start to see how narrow-minded that is. But you can't really see that it's narrow-minded because you don't quite have experience yet. As you start to gain experience, you start to get a more complete picture, which is the idea sits in the middle between two things. On the left of the idea is the customer, and on the right of the idea is the result they get. So you have customer, idea, result. I like to refer to idea as a mechanism or a tool. If you take it a step further, you would actually flip it a little bit to say customer wants a result, so we use a mechanism. And that would be like the final thing you'd want to land on. So as we get really clear on this, it becomes a guidepost for just about everything. So if you want to sell Christianity, my recommendation is because people are so jaded about the word God and religion, is to not bring God, religion, or Jesus into the picture on the initial outbound marketing. Otherwise, you will attract other people who have a positive relationship with religion or God and or want one. But in terms of reaching the people you want to reach, there's actually a really amazing book that I've heard of I haven't read. You've probably heard of the book by like, is a, who's the author of the, the Purpose Driven Life? He's a Christian. Mm-hmm. He's got a lesser known book. I think it's called The Purpose Driven Church. Mm-hmm. And in that book, The Purpose Driven Church, he actually shows you how he built one of the biggest churches in the country. And he chose his target demographic as the unchurched. He went after the unchurched people. He didn't try to convert other people that are going to churches. He went after the unchurched. If you'd like to get a free one-on-one with me and be on this show, you can find out details at startfromzero.com forward slash podcast. So he has like a few different customer avatars that he targets as a church. And it's incredibly cool to see that he was systematic about how he built his church. And so like my thought experiment is you don't lead with God. You don't lead with Jesus. You don't lead with religion. You lead with these remarkable results that only something supernatural could have done, right? And people are like, whoa, cured migraine? Whoa, cured crippling fear? Whoa, these things? And so you write, you know, how to cure a migraine, how to cure crippling fear. And you talk about the entire process. And then at like the end of the article or the end of the blog, you want to say, you know, by the way, we as humans are only so powerful on our own. But with divine consciousness, with God at the center, these kinds of miracles can happen. And you do that sort of thing at the end. That's one theory. If you have a book called, you know, How to Use God for Your Healing, that will probably attract people who are trying to heal that haven't fully healed that are looking for another way. So that might not be all bad, right? Because you've got folks that are like, okay, I want to heal. Okay, it's not so working. Oh, I haven't tried God yet. (laughs) Let's do that. But if you want to go real big, you generally want to lead a little bit more generic with God out of it and talk about result. Because very few Christians or any religion for that matter, generally get so wrapped up. It's like Jesus is the mechanism in this framework. In this framework, you have customer mechanism results. So customer wants no more migraine. Jesus would be the way, right? So with that in mind, you now start putting out content that really speaks to result. 
what my intuition tells me, and like I get kind of like teary eye when I think about this, is like in terms of you like fulfilling what you want to do, like I would try to give people the amazing benefits of what you have felt and found without ever bringing the word Christianity into it and let them taste that. And then once they've got that taste, you're like, yo, by the way, this is Christianity. Because, you know, you get someone to feel how much they are loved, for example. So what I want to do for you is help you speak about result. That's the big shift. So then instead of how to get your healing from God, it could be end your relationship with fear and depression, your step-by-step kick hell and take back your life plan. Exactly. My Facebook page is, I mean, I haven't even done any live videos in two years and it's still pretty kicking. I've actually worked counseling at a job. There are actually lots of places out there that people go and pay for their healing. Yeah, yeah, people will pay for healing and you can have your belief in Jesus and Jesus's love behind it all without them ever knowing it's Jesus. Then they feel amazing and then you reveal it. Oh, I see what you're saying. See, this is what I said about a beginner focuses on the idea. What that means is they also lead with the idea. So in business, it's like, you know, I've got this idea that, you know, helps mothers sleep at night or something with their kids. But that's even a result in of itself. In the context of religion, people lead with Jesus. They lead with idea instead of leading with result. If they led with result, they'd probably have a lot more attention. But instead, they mention the word Jesus and the person's seven years old and they had a bad experience of that word. And their brain shut off because the way the brain works, how I understand it, is our ears, as soon as you say something, it goes directly into the emotional brain. And then the emotional brain parses it and then it comes into the logical brain and then we try to make meaning of it. So you have to understand that when you speak to people, it passes basically through their belief system first, then to their logical brain. So if you're speaking into a belief system that's contrary to anything to do with any religion. Just a one thing, religion is bullshit. I teach how it's supposed to be, a relationship with Jesus, not religion. Religion is a set of rules. I hate religion. Do you have a video on that? No, but I could make one. Okay, so we have some results, actually. Let's spend some time on customer. Who are your favorite customers to work with? People that are fired up and want to get healed and actually take a chance and do it for a little bit and then see a huge result and a difference in their life. I mean, you can have a crazy difference after one encounter. So what do you think about a niche market of women who've been sexually abused find new life again? Well, that's, yeah, kind of where I've been going. And then women that have gone to the church for help and they've been shoved away. So they do have some issues with the church religion. So if you could help people get the benefits of Jesus without them having to believe, that would be a massive market. Like, hey, try this for seven days. You don't have to believe any of it. Like that's a book. That's a video. That's a challenge. Double your joy, double your energy. Try this for seven days. You don't have to believe any of this stuff for it to work. In fact, I ask you not believe it while you do it to see the result. One of my friends said he learned about this guy, Jesus, once, and he started asking him for things, and he started getting them. <laughs> I was like, "Do you, are you like a practicing Christian? He's like, no, I just love Jesus. There, Well, there you go. There's my story. I mean, Jesus is my favorite character from history. I personally love studying him, and I like figuring out he's 17 years of his life is missing from the Bible. Like, why is 17 years of Jesus' life missing from the Bible? The most significant figure disappears at 13, reappears at 30. What happened in those 17 years? Why did the Bible cut it out? Like, I really care about knowing about what happened with Jesus. Right. Because I'd love that. And 
I also have very strong issues with church, religion, etc. So do I. Yeah. It's very powerful to not even say, to have no belief in any religion, but just to like look at who he was as a model of love. And, you know, my mentor said there's spiral dynamics theory, which is like, there's like six or some levels of consciousness from like, you know, red all the way up to green and purple, et cetera. Like red is like medieval times, if I remember correctly. And then you get up to like purple and turquoise, which is like the mother Teresa's, these kinds of folks, like the highest level of consciousness is according to spiral dynamics is you're driven by harmony and compassion. Those are your motives. You know, if you're at like orange, you're driven to express your own individuality. Well, once you understand spiral dynamics, you learn how to speak to certain people. You speak one level ahead of where people are at, they'll really value and admire you. They're like, wow, this person really knows what they're doing because you're speaking just one level above. If you speak like three levels above, they will regard you as an enemy. So Jesus comes on earth and says, love your enemy, right? Which is drastic, drastic. Like he starts speaking way above people and he was killed. John Lennon spoke way above where people were. He got killed. So if you speak to people like levels above or below where they are, they look at you like you're a freak. Right. Well, that's been part of my challenge in learning how to, right? I got to start where I was, not where I am 13 years later. Here's what you do. You start where people are, not where you were. Right. Because now you're moving from idea to customer. So you start where people are. And you know, we have a tendency to be very insecure about our ideas in general. So we feel like they need a lot of polish and a lot of pizzazz. Yeah. Well, so... If we focus on a customer and where they are and what they want, it's just generally a much easier process on our confidence. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I struggle with this issue. I ask someone, you know, about a course to purchase. And I think it was even on one of these podcasts people would listen to. And I said, so the mechanism is what I'm selling. And I say, what would make this mechanism irresistible for you to buy? And he said, well, if I could quit my job, I was dumbfounded. I was like, is that all? And he said, yes. I said, are you sure? And he said, absolutely. Quit your job? Just three words? I don't think I've used that phrase in any of my marketing for the last six years. I use how to start a business, how to be free, how to make a $20,000 per month business, how to start a software business, how to da-da-da-da. Not how to quit your job? I've never used just direct quit. Here's how to quit your job. I have a blog post actually that says, will you want to keep your job after you see how I made $7,000 a month with only four hours of work? And that blog happened to do very well. I didn't sit down to ever think about it because I wasn't really listening that closely. I had my basis of what would work. So that's what I just want to like pour into you is like, so you want to start where people are, not where you were. You want to start where people are and you will be highly influential. So you're my 12th episode that I've recorded. And this has changed my life to do these other 11 episodes. I feel so much more confident. I feel so much more certain. I feel like I know how to lead again. And all I had to do was just sit and listen and talk to people. Right. Give. Give. Yeah. I'm sitting here giving. And then, dude, it's like way more rewarding than I ever anticipated. And plus, how much more money am I going to make when I now lead with quit your job? Which is exactly what can happen when you do this stuff. Well, and, and you know what? That's part of this too. You know, my thing is having kick your hell and trauma from your abuse and live your destiny, be able to live your destiny, because then you're going to have confidence and you know who you are. That's okay. In perfect world, it would work. And maybe somehow you could get it to work. However, we want to go into specifics and you want to hold on to these specifics, even if you're going through a personal hell. Let's get the specifics and you can keep them no matter what happens next. 
So your customer is women who've suffered sexual abuse. And what result do women who've suffered sexual abuse want? For years, people have asked me about a book, something simple that they could read that was completely comprehensive, that would help them learn how to start a business when they have no ideas, no money, no experience, no real expertise, when they're insecure, when they don't have confidence. How do you start from zero? How do you start a business when you don't even believe that you could actually help someone in the first place? It's all documented. There's now a path. It's a book. It's called Start From Zero, and you can pre-order it right now. Go to startfromzero.com and click on pre-order so you're first in line to read this remarkable book. There are over 15 different examples of employees, many who became millionaires in four years' time. It's absolutely possible, and you can do it when you get the right training. Go get that book right now at startfromzero.com and click on pre-order. Let's get back to the episode. of the time, they have reoccurring health issues, mental issues, and heartache. Health issues, mental issues, and heartache. Do they want permanent healing after sexual abuse? I mean, yeah, it's ruled their entire life. Yeah, this will be you changing lives every day. And they don't even realize it because sticking this bullshit world keeps being so negative. You can be healed. It's not instead of managing, flipping, thieving, liar from hell convinces us that, oh, well, you got that. And Pharmaceutica selling their drugs convince people the best your life is ever going to get is managing your pain. And it's bullshit. I'm glad this is recorded because that last 30 seconds to a minute could be a very good introduction to a video. I hope women, what was it? Dang it. That was a good one. I have it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Let's just have you feel. Picture 10 sexually abused women. They have no confidence. They're broken. They're worn out. They're not sitting up straight. Their shoulders aren't straight. They're hunched over. Their head looks down at the ground. The only thing I would change about that is they believe they're broken. Mm. We actually have a mindset program. You were in it. You know, Brian. Mm -hmm. So amazing program. We're relaunching it at startfromzero.com. It's going to be so amazing. And like what he would do with me. And it's like, so I'm like, I'm broken. He's like, you mean you believe you're broken? Oh, Yes. And then he would tell me, what's it like to notice instead of believe that thought? He's been a very good hope in this. Brian Adler. So, okay. I met with him a couple of weeks ago. That's great. What do you think of him? I love him. Yeah. What do you love about him? I love his calm, his persona. And that was one of the things I was looking for. Because, right, like I said, I've, I've been back in my survival mode for the last two years. And I didn't want to push that into starting my new business. Well, this is good, Tracy, because the energy that you start something with is what generally continues. So you're doing great. Right. And they've gotten a little perturbed with me, but I'm like, you know what? It's just, it's not yet. Something's missing. They might not understand that the way you start something is how it continues. Most people are not too inclined to the subtle energetic realm, which is what runs our life. Well, and which I love about you, you know, because they don't have the emotion that you do into it. And that's what I totally attracted to me to you in the first place. Oh, good. So did Brian help you get out of survival? Well, I was having crazy anxiety attacks and I don't do that. All right. I know better. I don't do that. So I spoke with him and yeah. Yeah. This stuff very effective. So if you guys want to work with Brian or our mindset program, you'll find it at startfromzero.com. You'll see the link on the homepage somewhere. Okay. So you got the women. It's 10 women in front of you. You get all this confidence and you say, 
I help women who have been sexually abused permanently heal. There you go. It might also be worth asking the question, what prevents me from keeping this simple? Me? Yeah. Well, that's, you know what? And that's the other thing. I watched your webinar the other day and I'm like, oh, you're doing it from the heart. You have specific things you know you're wanting to talk about and teach, but you're doing it from the heart. You're not looking like a robot. And you know what? That's the other thing that people love that is you're being real like that. And that's where I'm having the hard time. So I asked the question, it's worth reflecting on what keeps me from making this simple. And you kind of went off into like a two minute rant. Yes, rant. (laughs) So that's a question that's probably very activating and difficult. Because I asked that question and boom, you're off. Because it went into your ear, triggered you, and you had to talk or whatever. So it could seem like a very threatening question. Because you know what? If you get clear on that answer, you'll probably start speaking in a more simple language. And as you start speaking in more simple language, you start to attract a lot of influence. And you know, things will probably change very rapidly as soon as you're able to get clear and simple with language. What's keeping you from keeping things simple? Yep, in your language. Probably also in your thoughts. You know, I had an abusive upbringing and it sucked. And as things get simple for me, my brain calms down and then I have an unconscious fear of attack come up because my brain's starting to relax and get real simple and clear. And then an unconscious fear of attack comes up. So I've made things very, very dressed up until I recognize this offering forgiveness to those that did that, forgiveness to myself for believing I was less than for that happening. And then all of a sudden, simplicity is automatic. Oh yeah, let's keep it simple. People want to quit their job. Hmm. Women who've been sexually abused want to permanently heal. So this will inform all of your messages. The marketing you do, it'll inform the book you write. And you tell me the difference of someone who you talk to and you say, so what do you want to do? And you hear them say, you know, I want to change lives every day. And that person's very well-intentioned. They want to actualize their potential. And they want to bring something to the world, create an impact. And you sit by someone, says, what is your dream? You say, you know, I want every woman who's ever been sexually abused to permanently heal. Mm -hmm. To love their body again. To walk naked around the house. To feel like they're in the most beautiful body in the whole wide world to see a smile in their eye. That's why I want to wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Love that. Imagine you hear that from two different people. Someone saying, I want to change lives every day. And the other one is, I want to help sexually abused women permanently heal. What do you feel on the first one? And what do you feel on the second one? The first one just sounds technical. So how does your body feel? Numb? Mm, no. Sort of empty? Well, after hearing the second one, the first one was like, oh, yeah, no, that's ugly. How do you mean? Not inviting. Ah, the first one you do not feel invited into. And the second one? Second one is showing who I am. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's what I want. Like the quit the job thing. If you're not saying I'm beautiful, brilliant, and amazing, let's fix that. But there you go. My let's fix that. I need to change the let's fix that. What do you mean? Well, that's because that's what I would say, right? If you take Brian's process that we teach, there's nothing that needs fixed. And there's actually nothing wrong with what they're doing. Right. So if you bring the fixed energy to a behavior, that reinforces that it's wrong in a very subtle way. Mm-hmm. So you say there's nothing wrong with doing that. 
you're just playing out a character that isn't true. And notice like many of us have got this fix it. I got to fix it. I got to fix it because that's what you see. And oh, your arm's broken. Let's fix it. Which needs fixed, obviously. Like you've got allergies. Let's fix it. Oh, we're fixing everything. And then we sort of blanket it to everything. Letting you know it's kind of an epidemic addiction to fix, fix this feeling, fix this thought, fix this. And it doesn't want fixed, but it doesn't want to be believed either. It just wants to be seen. And you're like, oh, this is a character I've been playing. This is an identity I've been playing. It's not even real. It's real, sorry, but it's not really true to who I am. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to offer one other quick thing. So in terms of I help sexually abused women, et cetera, et cetera, you said that is who I am. What I wanted to offer you is that is who you believe you are. And you're actually much greater than even that. This is just what you're choosing to do. Mm. And it's a certain level of mental development that is very common. Like if we believe we are what we do. And I want to just plant a seed. You are much more than someone who just helps. And you probably already know this, but it might have been a Freudian slip, but it's really good because I think a lot of people would benefit from hearing this. And I've taken significant time to develop and train to be able to offer what I'm sharing to you. It's like, whoa, like we're so much more than what we do. It's nice and kind, but it's not even about that. It's literally just like from what I've seen, fundamental truth. We're so much greater than what we realize. So let's like summarize what we've done. So who are you serving? Sexually abused women. What result? Permanent healing. What mechanism? Faith and forgiveness. Now, okay. And then also the generic sentence was less inviting and the specific sentence was very inviting. That's a very important insight. So you say, when I'm more specific, I get to invite people in. Try and say that. When I'm more specific, I get to invite people in. When I'm vague, I push people away. When I'm vague, I push people away. Now, that may or may not be true. Because like, so when I'm vague, I believe I push people away, right? But when I'm vague, people want to be invited in, but they don't have anything to grab onto, mm-hmm. right? That might be more accurate. But so this is how you transform in your communication. And then you also want to ask that question, what might be preventing me from keeping things simple? I wrote down, what's keeping you from keeping things simple? Language and thoughts. How are you feeling? I'm feeling awesome. I love you, man. You're awesome. I love you too. And then that's the other thing. You know, I've taken a bajillion courses and every time you got something different. So. (laughs) Well, are you saying this has been uh, effective compared to the courses or? Well, you know, I've been in a bajillion courses and know how to do it. And then everyone tells you, well, no, this is how you have to do it. No, this is how you're different. So I've had just so many shit in my head. So now, right, I've chose, I'm doing the SPS, write your book and how to do my course. And I'm going with the feeling thing with you and, you know, the course with Brian, that was like a huge missing link for me because I want to talk like he talks to people and you as well, right? Yes. Well, we're going to have Brian teach a facilitator training program someday, which I remember you'd express some interest in. Right. But anybody who wants to be, you want to be around Brian, like you could just take my word for it, spend time with Brian. I spend so much time with him. And that's at startfromzero.com. Now, there's something else that you mentioned, though. So you take all these courses and everybody has all these different ideas. And it kind of keeps your wheels spinning, right? Mm-hmm. Let's articulate that dynamic so it's clear and it doesn't repeat itself. So I want you to say something like, in my beginner's mind, I went on a search for methods. In my beginner's mind, I went on a search for methods. Because I was new. Because I was new. I doubted my thoughts. I doubted my thoughts. And trusted others. And trusted others. Now I know enough. Now I know enough. To trust myself. To trust myself. 
Now I will look for source level information. Now I will look for source level information. Now I will look for deeply held principles. Now I will look for deeply held principles. The days of being dazzled by tactics are done. The days of being dazzled by tactics are done. Because I want to be free. Because I want to be free. The tactics will change a hundred times. The tactics will change a hundred times. The principles will remain true forever. The principles will remain true forever. And one great principle is customer result mechanism. One deep principle is customer mechanism result. I know that's a principle because it applies almost everywhere in business. So how is it to see all this written out and set spoken? I like it. Now there's direction, there's simplicity backed by fundamental principles. And your heart can lead, speak about results to people and you will just move them. So your action plan then is framing your book around this, putting out content about this, talking to women about it. So I'll give you this one last thing in terms of like creating a content plan. You probably already have it, but if you want to just talk to women and say, what are the most debilitating thoughts for my friends who have been sexually abused? And then have them reply. And then each one of those thoughts is it's a video. And at the end of each video is a call to action to a landing page for your upcoming book. And there we have it. And there we have it. So listen, if you'd like to offer feedback on this episode, we would treasure that. Let us know what you want more of and what you want less of for the show. And we'll make sure we try to incorporate that. You can email the feedback to hello at startfromzero.com. Just put feedback in the subject line. Now, if you'd like to build a $20,000 per month business minimum, I've got a friend who actually does this every single month. Some months he makes as much as $87,000 in a month. I asked him about it and he told me, man, if I can do this, anybody can do it. So we've turned this into a fully comprehensive course that you can take to learn how to quickly build a $20,000 per month business. If you'd like information on that, you can go to startfromzero.com and on the homepage, you'll find a link to it. Now, if you've been struggling to take action, if you really feel there's more for your life, but you know you're going to need to take action to do it, but taking action is so difficult, you just can't seem to get yourself to do it. We have a wonderful free tool. You can find it at startfromzero.com forward slash DJP. And if you go there within 20 minutes of applying the process, you'll find yourself wanting to play the game, wanting to step in the game and wanting to take action. I use DJP for myself all the time with things like figuring out revenue models, figuring out lead capture systems, figuring out how to hire someone. If I'm ever stuck with a difficult action, I'll actually apply DJP because what it does is it wakes up a deeper intuition, a deeper wisdom, so we can actually do something really cool instead of stay stuck. So that's it. Please rate the show. Please subscribe and go on and listen to the next episode. Let's do this.